0: To the Wagner Ministries International podcast, as you listen to this message, our prayer is that you would be motivated and empowered to follow Christ and lead others to Him. Enjoy. Hello, friends. This is Evangelist Joshua Wagner, welcoming you to our podcast today. We are so excited to have you joining us for this special episode. On our podcast channel, as we did a few months ago when um, I returned from our one of our more recent crusades to Chanka, Ethiopia, we wanted to have another recap podcast of a of our most recent crusade, which was in another part of Ethiopia. And so I am going to be hosting today as uh, my dad, Evangelist Kevin Wagner, is going to share with us about what Jesus did at our most recent crusade r- just one month ago. So I'd like to welcome you today, Dad, and if you would, just start off by telling us where you were uh, conducting this crusade, how long maybe it took you to get there, and and um, a little bit about the city.
1: Okay, so thanks, Josh. Uh, I... Yeah, the, the crusade city was called Shanto, and it was about a seven-hour drive from uh, Addis Ababa, which is the capital city of Ethiopia. And the, uh, It was interesting because like we stayed in a hotel. The place that we stayed was, uh, was actually not in that city because it was just a little ways away from that because there was no uh, suitable place for us to stay in that city. And it was kind of neat because we had such a huge number of people come out to the crusade, but we really never even saw the city of Shanto, I don't think, Mm -hmm. because it seemed like we drove from where we were staying directly to the crusade field, which was this enormous field in the middle of, you know, some farmer's crops. And um, I never really even saw like the, where all the people had come from. But there certainly was a city around there because we had, uh, we, um, we had really good crowds. Uh, the city that we stayed at, which was nearby, uh, that's where we spent you know, our sleeping time and also were able to interact with some of the people uh, on the streets of that city, though. Awesome. So this was
0: a relatively unreached area of Ethiopia. Um, not experiencing a lot of crusade evangelism, probably not a lot of existing Christian work that's being done. Maybe tell us a little bit about the spiritual climate of that location.
1: Yeah, so here's here's the the way it works. Is Ethiopia has been in a uh, about a 25 year period of of a growing revival, which is extremely exciting. God's doing great things there. So it's becoming more difficult for our crusade team that works with us. Uh, to find cities and regions that haven't been touched with the gospel. Now, that's a good thing, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it means that they have to look harder and harder for that. Mm-hmm. So this region uh, had never had, we were told, had never had a crusade like this before. And it was a uh, one of the least uh, reached regions of the area. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was made clear to us because the local pastors they were they were very cooperative and very eager to have us but it seemed like they were a little bit unsure how an event of this magnitude would actually go over mm. turned out that their their concerns were not founded at all because it went over great but they um They were a little bit concerned if we could, you know, fill the field five nights in a row. So they said to us, well, I think we're only going to have a four-day crusade instead of a five-day crusade. So normally we do five-day crusades, but this is only four. And then they also kind of changed up some of the scheduling a bit throughout the week because they were, again, they weren't totally sure, I guess, if they were going to, it was going to be as popular and as significant an event as it turned out to be. And I think that comes from the fact that they've never really seen God moving in power, like the way he did that week. Mm. And so once they started seeing the Holy Spirit do what he does best save, deliver and heal people, then they were like, Yeah, this is super amazing. But at first, there was a bit of fear and trepidation, because they really didn't had never seen anything quite uh, like that before. Well, that's
0: fantastic. You know, those are the types of places that we want to target, places that have not had crusades before, places that have little to no exposure to the gospel. So certainly um, a great opportunity to minister in that community. And so why don't you tell us a little bit about the ministry that took place? Give us a bit of an overview of what that week of ministry looked like and the sort of things that you were able to see God do while you were there.
1: Well, that's a great question, Josh. I'd be glad to, to work on that so we had four days of crusade meetings and there were actually six crusades that were jammed into four days the last two days we had uh we went morning and then later on in the day crusades we also had a believers conference that was really fantastic i'll maybe just talk briefly about that right now uh we always have corresponding believers or leaders conferences with all of our crusades because those are the people who are going to be doing the bulk of the follow-up with all the new believers Mm. and so in this case uh we had a a really really big crowd out there There was a big big local church uh building and we had uh we had about 1500 believers uh jammed into that building and i had a chance to preach uh you know preach about the power of god and about um important truths from the gospel that the believers needed to know both for themselves and also to build up the new believers of course all the local pastors were there too but many of their people were there as well so Mm. it was a really great time of edification there Um, and then the crusade itself as I said we had six different crusade meetings in four days Um, the meetings like a lot of crusades that we do they started off a bit smaller because the people were still kind of figuring out what this was all about. Right. But starting from the first night, we just had miracle after miracle, testimony after testimony. And as, as it always happens, the Holy Spirit uses those testimonies, just like it did in the book of Acts, to really build people's faith, expectation, and excitement about what God was going to do throughout the week. So the first night, there were great miracles. Uh, the next day, the crowds, you know, every day then the crowd swells. Uh, sometimes many times the number, so that by the weekend, on Saturday and Sunday, we, we saw just some extremely uh, big crowds uh, that were drawn by the love of Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit to heal bodies. Mm. So it was fantastic.
0: Praise, yeah. Praise God. We just thank God for all of the people that were impacted. And I know that the final night of the crusade, was a a major event Mm -hmm. for this community in Shanto, Um, a a large number, Mm -hmm. a large crowd that came out. Why don't you share a little bit about that final night of the crusade?
1: Okay. So basically, as I said before, the crowd really swelled as the week went on because of, you know, what Jesus was doing and word of mouth is always the best, uh, best advertiser of uh, getting people out to the crusade meetings. And so we on the last day had morning and then later in the day crusades uh on the sunday and a lot of the churches even canceled their church services so that they could join us in a really you know good joint crusade on the sunday morning for sure and i had a chance on that last day to preach to a combined total of almost a hundred thousand people in those two services um in total the the four days of crusade saw us preaching to saw me preaching to uh, over 200,000 people and it was it was glorious you know the the photos that we got from the crusade were just outstanding and we've shared some of them in our ministries uh, newsletter and website and it's just uh, uh, it was just one of the great days of my life in ministry mm-hmm just to see people really hungry and zealous for the Lord. it was really a time of a release of worship for the people too because it's one thing to see you know tens of thousands of people gathered together. but to see them to see so many of them just being frantic and frenzied in their worship, they're just a real spirit of worship and praise released by the Holy Spirit during that time and it was awesome.
0: And you know that's one of the things that we expect to happen as we are ministering is that there is a release of joy. The Bible says that um, where Philip the evangelist went, that uh, whenever he left the place that he was ministering in Acts chapter eight, it says, "quote There was great joy in the city." And so that's the expectation that when an evangelist goes to a city, that he leaves that place with a strong sense of joy. And so we rejoice with them uh, for the great work that God did. In fact. In almost 20 years now of ministry if i'm correct i believe that was the largest crusade we've ever had in the continent on the continent of africa
1: that actually is true and i mean we've done a lot of crusade we've done several crusades in ethiopia we've done several crusades in madagascar we preached uh multiple times in rwanda in burundi uh in egypt in tanz yeah tanzania and so we've done a lot of ministry in africa over the years But Josh, Joshua, you're right. That was actually the largest crusade that we've had in Africa. And uh, we're really looking forward to hopefully going back there again when the opportunity presents itself.
0: Amen. Well, as you mentioned, a lot of the reasons why um, the crowds grow night to night is because of Mm -hmm. the great miracles that Jesus does. That he does exactly what he did when he walked the earth, which is going around and healing people. And so... Um, I know at every crusade, there are dozens, if not hundreds of miracles that take place, but I wondered maybe if you could highlight one or two of the miracles that stand out most to you from this crusade.
1: Yeah. So, uh, obviously, you know, the, the primary task of a crusade is to help people get saved, get them ready for eternity. And we're happy to report that there were 7,603 recorded decisions by the local churches people registered with the local churches as either first-time decisions or first-time in a long-time decisions for christ and those people all received uh not only decision cards but also decision books that help prepare them uh, for discipleship and the believers are now in the process of uh going into the lives of those people and helping them grow in the lord and get baptized uh and incorporated into the local churches as for miracles it was kind of neat i i just went through a bunch of our the photos and the mirac- and the ri- miracles that i had written down the notes i'd taken about them today uh, in preparation for getting some of them posted on our social media sites because we really want to highlight for the world what jesus christ the one true god the god of this planet and our universe uh, has done And so we want the whole world to be able to rejoice in that. And I went through them and I'm just shaking my head sitting there thinking, man, this is so awesome. Like, I mean, I, I am, I'm overwhelmed with, uh, some of the things that God did. We had multiple people report deaf ears being healed. Multiple people report blind eyes, uh, being healed. We had multiple, um, many lame legs that, that were people with lame legs that were walking. And, uh, we had several tumors, uh, supernaturally be removed from people right there. One of the miracles that I really this is not only one of my favorite miracles from this crusade, but also really from all almost two decades now of crusade ministry, not just because of the miracle itself, but also because of the the woman's reaction to it. So here's a woman, she's probably about 40 years old. Mm. Uh, she came up on stage, I think it was on the Saturday morning of the crusade. And she came up obviously really joyful and she was praising the Lord. Mm. And so I asked her, like I always do, what did Jesus do for you? And she gave us this testimony. She said that for months she had had a tumor on her, kind of the area between her stomach and her chest, like on her torso region. And she said in her own words, it was the size of a big potato. Mm. (laughs) And so it was really the size of my fist. And uh, she said, I'd had this this suffering with this, you know, for months now. And I realized after you prayed and after I trusted the blood of Jesus to heal me, that the tumor had completely gone. Hmm. It was gone. And I and so everyone starts cheering and I'm re- we're all rejoicing and she's celebrating. I said to her, do you have anyone with you, any family or friend that's with you today that could come on stage and testify that this is really what happened that they knew that you had this and now it's not there so she said sure and so she looked no she pointed towards her friend that was standing with her kind of by the side of the stage so i said you come up here and tell us what <coughs> what you know about this and so her friend comes up there and she she tells us you know that everything that she said is right i mean she'd had this tumor for months and wasn't able to get any any uh, help for from it but now and and she at that point she touched her friend's uh you know midsection and she said uh now it's gone it's wow. totally gone so wow. we always love to have you know a, a, the corroboration of a of a pastor or a friend or a wow. family member uh, if possible to say you know yeah this is this is this is what happened and so because you know bible says on the testimony of two or three witnesses we establish. Uh, accuracy and truth and things and so uh here was this woman testifying here was her friend testifying that she knew all about this and this is what jesus did and um and the joy that overcame her was so incredible joshua Mm -hmm. we um she was just it it was it was a a joy that was contagious and, and it just swept throughout the whole crowd And it swept across the stage where we were at and and just Jesus was getting all the credit I just asked her now. What's the name of the God who healed you here and she? With tears in her eyes and 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 a shout of her voice said, Jesus Christ and the crowd just erupted that he did again what only he could do and That miracle I believe was one of the things that really catapulted us towards the end as we finished so strongly that week with so many, so many people coming out those last three crusade services,
0: man, that is so powerful. I love hearing these stories. I love that miracle. Um, if you want to read more or hear more about different miracles that occurred on that trip, and maybe even hear more extensively about that own miracle, I encourage you to go check out our website, WagnerMinistries.org, and you'll find that and and many of the reports uh, from. Our, our crusades and um, you know we just give Jesus all the praise and glory he did what we always want and expect him to do uh, thousands were saved um, so many were healed pastors and leaders and Christians um, uh, all around that community were encouraged and we just are so grateful for the work now that is continuing to go on in that community dad sort of um, just to close would you just sort of sum up your thoughts as you reflect on that overall crusade and, and maybe any just some, some closing words as, um, as we finish this podcast today.
1: Sure. Uh, I just, you know, obviously we, we, I agree with you. We give Jesus uh, all the praise and glory for what he accomplished. And, uh, you know, I spend time daily praying for those thousands of people that were saved at that crusade, this past crusade, and, and our other crusades this past year as well and um god just continues to lay burns on my heart um for you know the nation of ethiopia it's interesting you know ethiopia everything it's kind of on the edge the southern edge of the part of africa that really needs to be reached in other words north africa much of the southern half of africa is well reached for christ mm. not all of it of course but much of it but the northern half of africa is very very unreached hmm. it's filled with islam it's filled with the darkness of that religion and it really needs jesus and so we always are trying to push the frontiers of evangelism further into the northern ha- half of africa and ethiopia stands right on that on that line and so we believe that god is going to use the mighty revival that he's been pouring out the last couple decades in ethiopia to really be an a uh, um, Uh, mighty wave of power of the Holy Ghost revival into the northern half of Africa so that what God's accomplishing in Ethiopia is going to spread to um, the nations around it, to Eritrea and to Sudan, and then further west across the Sahara into the countries of West Africa. You know, uh, God's been doing great things in Nigeria too for the last two two, uh, decades. Mm -hmm. But you know, you've got Nigeria in the west, you've got Ethiopia on the east, and together I, I just my prayer is that god keeps on working revival through those nations meeting up in the middle so that all of north africa uh, islamic north africa is blanketed with the gospel of christ because everyone in those nations deserves to hear about jesus they need to hear about jesus and so our crusades in that part of the world are geared towards uh, not only blessing ethiopia but blessing the northern half of africa as a whole with the gospel
0: Praise God. Well, thank you so much, Dad, for sharing all about this amazing stuff that God did today. And uh, we are so excited for the work that continues to go on there in the lives of the churches and the pastors that are there. And we look forward to the many more crusades that are on the horizon for Wagner Ministries International. Thank you all so much for taking the time to listen. And uh, if you ever want any more information or if we can pray for you in any way, please do not hesitate to reach out to us via the uh, internet or social media um, or, you know, contact us personally through our own personal social media sites. Um, We love you and we thank you for your commitment to helping see the Great Commission be fulfilled. God bless. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We hope that you were encouraged by today's message. For more information regarding Wagner Ministries International, go to wagnerministries.org. And if you need prayer for anything, please email us at prayer at wagner god bless